0: This is Brent Leary, and with me today is Christine Stockel. She is the CEO and founder of SEAT, Sports Entertainment Alliance with Technology. Christine, thank you for joining me today. My pleasure, Brent. It's a pleasure to talk to you. So before we start talking about the great conference you do and the really great relationships you have with people that go to those conferences, maybe you can give me a little bit of your personal background.
1: Absolutely. So I have actually been in technology for about 28 years. And uh, so I went from uh, – I've always worked in the corporate 50 kind of world of uh, of technology. And uh, about nine years ago, I decided to kind of make a change, and I went into sports entertainment. And I am the vice – I was prior vice president CIO for two professional sports teams, the Arizona Coyotes as well as the Arizona Diamondbacks, major league baseball team.
0: Awesome. Now, you built on that experience, and you created SEAT. Tell us about SEAT. So SEAT
1: started very simply. Uh, it's actually quite, quite funny. So when I was with the Arizona Coyotes uh, about nine years ago, I was new in the sports, so I simply just started reaching out to some of my peers, uh, some of the vice presidents and directors and CIOs of sports teams, and just kind of started talking with them and asking them a bunch of questions, things like how many staff members report to them, uh, you know, what kind of technologies are they deploying, uh, you know, just all kinds of questions. And I, was, I started to build kind of a spreadsheet of what was going on in the industry. And uh, this kind of – then I, they would reach back out to me and say, hey, if you're gathering, you know, information, can you share that with me? So, absolutely. So I started sharing this information. Uh, well, eventually, uh, over a course of a couple of months, I would get on the phone with some of these individuals and talk, uh, you know, collaborate a little bit more. And then eventually I just kind of invited them to come to Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, join me in, in, you know, kind of a roundtable some sessions. So I put together about a day and a half of sessions and leveraged some of my partners at the Coyotes from a technology perspective, Microsoft and Dell and some of the yeah. others, and we put on a, a, you know, just kind of a, a very intimate, discussion-oriented event, and I, it was my first time, so to be really honest, I didn't know what I was doing, and putting on some kind of event, I thought I just wanted to talk with my peers. And that, actually, if you fast-forward from that, which I had 23 teams come to Arizona and join me in a collaborative uh, roundtable discussion about the issues, about what's going on in the industry, and uh, you fast-forward to eight years later when we just had our, um, our eighth annual CEAP conference and event in Miami, Florida – we had almost a thousand individuals join us from all over the world, from 22 countries.
0: Now, let's talk a little bit about that because, quite honestly, it's it's the, the numbers are great. Anytime you can get a thousand people to anything, I think that is great. But you didn't just get a thousand, you know, folks that just are straggler kind of people. You got executives from NBA teams, NFL teams, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer. As you said, you had folks coming from different countries. You had the uh, the Premier League guys coming over with Real Madrid. Uh, You had big-time college programs there, the folks that run these programs. How were you able to get that level of people to attend this event, not just once, but you have them coming over and over again?
1: Well, Brett, this is what makes seat difference, and the reason why these individuals come is, number one, uh, eight years ago when we started this, it, it started as a peer group, and these, these are peers. These are friends that we have become friends over eight years of getting to know each other, and we cross all boundaries. These are peers. Seed is a peer-driven conference that allows the peers, the sports execs. Uh, I put everyone, you know, everyone has a stake in this, and uh, we grow it together. Um, I still consider them my peers and and friends, and that's what it is. This is a relationship event. This is a peer-driven event. These are are friends sharing amongst friends in the worldwide industry of sports entertainment. So when I'm building, you know, the, the steering committee, I'm reaching out to my peers in the industry and saying, hey, would you like to be on the CRM steering committee? Would you like to be on the CIO steering committee? You're going to help build the agenda. And it's those individuals, the CIOs and CMOs and COOs and CRM and database marketing leaders and the digital marketing leaders of the industry that want to be on the steering committee. They want to put together agendas and topics that are important to them and their peers. And what I'm really finding is all of these sports success from all over the world are so willing to share their case studies and their success stories of the relationship that they have developed with their technology partners. And uh, so that's what Seat has become, is is it's deep discussions, it's intimate discussions with peers and friends across the industry, and just collaborating, because we feel that if we collaborate and we share, and we not only share success stories, but we share the failures that we've had as well, we're going to learn from each other, and we're going to grow this industry together.
0: One of the other things that you've done, and because you're really, you you really make sure you safeguard that group, those folks, Uh, you make sure that, as an organization seat is not going to expose them to folks who are looking to basically just take advantage and not necessarily add to, uh, to the group collective there. How important was it for you to uh, do that, to put that in place, even if it costs uh, maybe signing up some really great sponsors?
1: Yeah, this is, this is also one of the things that, that sets feet apart is um, we, from the very start, when we started this group, uh, we set in some policies. And one of the policies that we stay absolutely true to is uh, no vendor or sponsor can ever be up on stage by themselves. Uh, this is, we stay true to the idea that this is a peer-driven event. So, which means a sports exec, if there's a case study presentation that a sponsor wants to make, that's fine. But they must have a customer, uh, you know, a sports representative, an event, you know, an entertainment venue or a college representative up on stage with them, and it has to be a co-presentation. We're very, very strict on that um, because it's, it's – you know, and, and the way that I get this across to, you know, vendors and potential sponsors is – this is, if they're selling to their peers, they're talking to their peers, it's going to help generate business for the sponsor, you know, in in a roundabout way. Because peers sharing success stories is what drives business, and, I, and, it, and it works. So we've got some very strict policies in place. We also keep a very delicate balance of um, a ratio between sponsors and attendees is one-third sponsors slash vendors to two-thirds attendees. Uh and the attendees, there's only two categories of individuals that attend seat. One is a sponsor, so we do not sell attendee passes for vendors. Uh, you can only attend seat as a sponsor because that demonstrates that your diligence is is adding value to the industry and adding value to the to the event itself and you're gonna, you're gonna come as a subject matter expert. Again, one of the other policies that we have that we stay absolutely true to is when a sponsor is on a panel session or doing a co-presentation with, with a team, um, there can be no selling. It is not a selling point. It is a, you are a subject matter experts, And that's, that's what brings true value to this conference. Um, so those are some of the things that we've put in place, and, and they seem to hold true. And there are there are potential sponsors and, and vendors that uh, do not agree with it. They want to be up on stage by themselves, and that's okay. There's lots of conferences for them, but Seat just is not it's not done that way. It's different.
0: Another thing that's different is you mentioned that you had close to a thousand people at Seat, and so this year. You're going to be doing two-seat events. Traditionally, there's one in the States. Now you're adding London to it. Uh, The one in the States is going to be in San Francisco coming up in, uh, I think it's, what, June or July of 2015. Uh, July? Yeah. So you're you're actually, and this is amazing to me, you are setting up times to speak with every person who's attending or interested in attending, who's showing interest in it. You're setting up individual one-on-one conversation times with each of them. Tell me why, and tell me how does that impact the relationship they have with them, but also how does it impact the relationship that Steve has with these folks?
1: So, and thank you for asking about that, and, and uh, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, is, is true to my heart uh, about getting to know and building those intimate relationships with uh, the peers across the industry is taking the time and setting up 30, 45 minutes, and sometimes it's an hour call, uh, you know, with every single person that's on the steering committee, which for 2015 I have 115 steering committee members, as well as anyone that has registered to attend seat and anyone that that has expressed interest in in attending seat uh, and has attended in the past, is I'm reaching out to them I'm asking them for 30 minutes on their calendar and just getting to know them even better than I know them before. If I haven't known them yet, I just want to find out what projects are they working on? What challenges are they coming up against in the industry? Um, You know, we I ask a myriad of questions to get to know them because this truly is going to be the foundation for creating our agenda at sea. And, you know, and then... What I'll do is if they end up, you know, if they have a specific challenge and I know that there is a peer of theirs in the industry that has been there, done that, and that can maybe provide some valuable uh, conversations for them, I will suggest that. And I will connect the two, uh, or maybe there's three. I was on the phone with an individual last week and she was she had some issues in the CRM world and so there were four recommendations that I had because there were four different types of issues she was having and I recommended that she talk to some of her peers in the industry. And so I've done introductions for those. And that's and so what I'm helping them to do is build relationships with their peers before they even get to the seat. Because that's what she's about. It's about sharing, collaborating building those relationships. So not only am I getting to know them and what is going on across the entire world industry, but it's building a platform of a conference that's going to be relevant to every single person that attends to everyone. And that's what makes it special. That's what they come for It's because it's deep, intimate conversations and it's relevant to them. And it's the topics that they're talking about, not what vendors are talking about. It's important to them.
0: Wow. So this has been a great conversation. I have to tell you, I go to a lot of conferences throughout the year, and SEED uh, is definitely, I would say, uh, if not the, it's definitely in the top two. But it's probably the top one because I love sports, and I love to <laughs> <CRM>. speak <laughs> So sports. And so I, I just love what you've done. The the great events, the experiences that you put together for the outings are great. And like I said, the way that you engage that audience and really now that audience depends on uh, you and C to provide them this, the kind of atmosphere that allows each other them each of them to learn from the other and collaborate. And so I think it's, you've done an awesome job. Where can people learn more about what you do at C?
1: Well, they can go to the website, seatconsortium.com, and we have a lot of information out there. We have, uh, you know, people that have attended and they've made recommendations of why they're coming. Uh, There's a lot of information out there. But, you know what, Brent, I also want to thank you because it's thought leaders like you coming and sharing your experiences uh, at SEAT, you know, and what you see in the industry is what makes the, the content and the discussions so rich and deep, and I tell you, that's, you you and your colleagues provide so much value uh, to the conference, and I can't thank you enough. So I, I, before we go, I just wanted to say thank you to you.:
0: Well, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate that, and I look forward to uh, seat in 2015. So uh, thanks again to Christine Stoppel. thank you.